it became evident that the drainage systems and the waterproofing was entirely wrong. Completely wrong. They made a complete balls of the whole thing and they were leaking everywhere. And it's turned into a huge thing where almost all of the condominiums had to be completely redesigned, redeveloped. And that one clause ended up costing them millions and millions of dollars. So here's a breakdown of what they should have done. Just quickly before we get started, if you don't have time to review your own construction contracts that you're about to sign, or you don't have the expertise, obviously you're an expert in some other area, maybe not in contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we will show you how we can help you sign a better contract that has way less risk and ultimately set you up to make more profit on your construction contracts and stay in business over the long term. Go to quantumcontractsolutions.com and we'll see you there. Hey, construction legends, are your contracts strong like a fortress or are they leaky like a leaky roof? Today, I'm going to tell you a story called the Leaky Roof Debacle, which is about a real estate developer who essentially signed the contract without reading the scope of work in the contract, and it ended up costing him absolutely dearly. And at the end, I'm going to show you four different things that he could have done instead to make sure that in the future, he doesn't get caught in these scenarios and end up losing so much money and going into court and doing all of that nasty stuff that we don't want to be part of. Let's get into it. All right, let me set the scene. So there was a construction company that was engaged by a large developer to build luxury condominiums. Lots of them, very, very high-end, very snazzy, lots of celebs, all of that good stuff. And they got a different company to do all of the design. So it was just construction. There was no design component to it whatsoever. So they were issued the drawings to do the construction. Now, they got on with the construction and as they went through, when you're building these condominiums, some condominiums are constructed and completed before the rest, okay? And they try and sell them as quick as they can because obviously it helps with their cash flow if they get a few off the market. Very, very quickly, it became evident that the drainage systems and the waterproofing was entirely wrong, completely wrong. They made a complete balls of the whole thing and they were leaking everywhere. And it's turned into a huge thing where almost all of the condominiums had to be completely redesigned, redeveloped to make sure that the drainage systems were much better, the waterproofing was much better. And the thing is, the thing that ended up happening was that the developer blamed the construction company because of one little clause. And that clause in our section in the contract is called document discrepancies, errors, and ambiguities. So this clause says that regardless of what all the drawings we gave you are, if there's any areas, you're the expert in construction, you're the guy who knows how to build all these condominiums. And if there's anything wrong with the drawings, that we have given you, then you are responsible for all of the costs in rectifications. And guess what happened? There was a massive legal battle that happened afterwards where the developer said, it's all your fault, you the contractor, which is not fair at all. From my point of view, it's not fair. How can you tell if you're being given drawings by a specialist company that does drawings for all of this sort of stuff and specifications, and you rely on that, and then they've ended up making a mistake and now they're blaming you? I don't think that's particularly fair, but that's exactly what happened. They went into court they ended up losing an absolute fortune of money. And really the bottom line here is that two secs and we'll get right back to the show. If you are a return listener, can you please leave a rating and subscribe? It makes a huge difference to the amount of people that see the podcast and the amount of people that we can impact. It will take you less than 10 seconds and you can do it while you're listening. And let's get back to the show. 
they didn't read the contract specifically. They just signed the terms and conditions of the contract. And that one clause ended up costing them millions and millions of dollars. Like four lines in a paragraph caused them millions and millions of dollars. So here's a breakdown of what they should have done. Number one, they should have gotten their contract professionally reviewed. It would have highlighted a load of issues. The next one, number two, being that they would have highlighted a clause or a section in the contract that is called document discrepancies. And typically they want to put in a clause that says if there's any discrepancies or errors or ambiguities in the documents, that it is basically your fault. You as the contractor are taking on this, that you're going to find them and it's going to be at your fault, which is by no means fair at all, right? Of course, it's not fair. So you would have got that change to say that, no, we don't agree to that. We agree that if there's any changes, we'll submit for a change. So the next thing is when you come across these particular issues, the waterproofing issues that you come across, you say, hey, the drawings are all wrong because of this water. We think they're wrong. We're going to put a change in. We think this should be the waterproofing should be thicker or whatever it happens to be. Put a change in and try to get approved quickly. And the last thing you want to do is follow the dispute resolution clause in the contract. Hopefully, if you had gotten your contract negotiated the front end, you would have negotiated to have an interim step that escalates it within their senior management. So as soon as it didn't get paid, it moves past the project manager. And all of a sudden, you're speaking with the project director or the guy who's in charge to get rid of this issue before it becomes an issue. As soon as you get into a dispute in construction, it's a race to see who loses the least amount of money, including you. So if we can avoid the dispute and have everything preloaded before anything happens and you're talking to the right people, you're going to get things approved quicker and your cash flow is going to be a lot, lot better. So don't end up like this guy. Get your contracts reviewed. Chat to you soon.